Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 15 of Quarantine for Your Thoughts. As always, I'm your buxom bar wench, Ryan. Oh, wowzers. And I'm John Irvin, and I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> wow. That was almost as good as last night. Wow. I don't even remember what came out of me last night. I think I said, I'm your medieval slut, and you said that's what I thought my name was. Oh. Well, welcome <laughs> for our second round of recording for this episode. This time it was my fault. Yeah. It was my fault this time. So, oopsie daisies. It's almost always John's fault, but this time it was mine. Oopsie daisies. Um, but we're just going to launch into our past weekend, which was quite wild. Yeah. Um, we'll still be able to hit on most of what we discussed, but uh, I think what you guys really want to hear about is um, our time at the Ren Fair. Oh, yeah. Specifically the fact that I met the two ladies that I'm supposed to marry. And the one lady uh, who asked for your phone number. So. You decide which ones we're talking about. <laughs> cannot wait. I uh, hope y'all are listening, the three of you. Uh, yeah. Um, our listening has been all over the board this season. Yeah. Quick PSA before we get into the, the Renaissance Fair. John and I are not the best at social media. Mm-hmm. We like it. We're just not the best at keeping up with it. Um, we're trying to get better. I think we've been okay. I just have no motivation. I stopped posting on the plane gay for like a month and a half. Yeah, I know. I looked back into it and I was like, I haven't liked it. Oh, no, I have liked everything. Anyways, we know that our recording days have been a little different this season. We're kind of all over the place with our schedules and we don't live together anymore. So it's a lot harder to find time to actually record. Um, but we're going to start trying to post regularly. Like if the episode's coming out a day later, we'll post about it or we'll post at least the day before. Um, I think we're going to try to get a picture of Danny and Bedhead. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. To have our uh oh, this episode has been postponed. Uh oh, stinky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> funny. So we'll see what we can do about that. Um, it's very easy. He always, it is. Yeah, yeah, he's always got bad head. Mm-hmm. Um, we were gonna try to get John, but his hair never looks any different. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I normally just get it cut all off. So, but well, that's true. I could have the barber do something crazy next time, just like a <laughs> quarter <some> of it, <laughs> yeah. lightning bolts or something in there. I mean, cut to me in like 1999. <laughs> Anywho, we'll try to split up the Ren Fair around our our ad break for today. Um, I think we'll be able to find a creative way to do that. <laughs> Yesterday, my cat was eating something, so I had to run out, <laughs> and that's how uh, we that's ended how up. Our at, break was yeah. Um, okay, so the Ren Fair. First of all, it was amazing. Like, oh yeah, I found where I'm supposed to live, um, and I think it's there. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's timely. I don't know. What do you? <coughs> what do you? Uh, you're gonna enjoy editing that, right? Um, wow. It was huge. It, it was, was huge. awesome. It was kind of hidden from the road. Similar things have been said about my penis. <laughs> and there was a giant <laughs> parking lot. Um, yeah, if you were driving down the road, you wouldn't know that the fair was there because, like. The parking lot is just this big grassy field, and then the actual like fairgrounds are in the woods. Yeah. So and that like to get to that area was like twenty minutes off of the highway anyway. Yeah. So, so if you were just driving past, you'd say like, "Oh, there's a church on the left, and then there's just a big field on the right." Um, Unless you're coming from the other way. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, and so my understanding, or what I thought it was going to be, was like. A big area that was like tents and temporary structures to kind of like, you know, give you a good vibe and whatnot, but like nothing too permanent. 
I was so wrong. Yeah, joke's on you, you stinky bitch. <laughs> um, fortunately, this time being a stinky bitch really uh, it fit with the vibe. It did fit with the vibe. Um, yeah, there were tons of like, they were wooden structures, but they were permanent or at least yeah. semi-permanent. I mean, literally they built a town. Yeah. Like it was a town that was built with, I, I would say, yeah, all the buildings are probably wooden structures and clearly were not temporary. <laughs> like that was, it was a town in the woods with, I'm pretty sure it was a revolving map structure. Oh, yeah. Um, some sort of like secret Harry Potter <laughs> style. Yeah, like you could only find certain parts of it if you were kind of drunk. Um, yeah, which we were good at being. We got there and John insisted that there was a food court. And we walked around for like an hour, sober. I, I really think it was like closer to yeah. two and a half hours. Probably. Completely sober. We did what we thought was a full loop of this entire town. It was set up in a roughly circular structure. Yeah, with like one cut uh, through. Yeah, a couple of cross thought. streets. Yeah. <laughs> We walked around and we thought we'd found like the food court. It was like three or four plate. I mean, there was food and beverage all over the place, but there was one place that was like a, a row of food places. We thought we'd found it. We we're like, okay, cool. We'll come back there if we're hungry. Like three hours later, three drinks in, we're walking, and all of a sudden, I was like, John, where the fuck are we? We had come from one of the places that we spent a lot of time at to go to another place where we spent a lot of time, <laughs> and we found just this huge area, which was the food court I was thinking of. It um, was like 10 buildings. Yeah, of just like huge, it looked like you are at a fair, like all the signs, well we were I guess, all the signs were like chicken on a stick and yeah. fried mac and cheese and all that shit. It, I mean, I don't know how we, and it wasn't like it was far away, it was literally in the middle of this town. And we were like near it. We, we had just overlooked it a number of times. <laughs> We'd been on the other side of one building like ten times and just never realized that there was this entire food court behind it. But the food there was good. Uh, we'll get to mm. that because that's chronologically mm -hmm. not where we were. That's true. So we started the day by just like doing a loop. And as some of you have seen, we were in outfits. Mm -hmm. um, simple. The picture of me with the two girls, we basically had the same outfit on. Um, we both looked very similar. To um, the girls, not to... To uh, the girls. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, I was kind of surprised. As the day went on, it seemed like more people showed up who were also dressed up. Yeah. Um, it definitely started with a day where most people were like just plain clothes. But it didn't really feel out of place one way or the other. Mm -mm. Um, I think the only people who felt out of place were the people who couldn't decide if they wanted to dress up or if they wanted to uh, to not dress up. Yeah. Um, I saw, well, I saw a fair amount of people wearing like cardboard armor. <laughs> that was a fun one. That was a good one. But then there was also like, when we were walking in, there was a guy wearing like a tunic and like a golden crown, but then he had on like khaki cargo shorts and sandals. And we were like, why? What? I feel like they stopped by Target on the way there <laughs> and that's all they had. So he was like, all right. Um, and to even get into the town, like, they had all these signs up about, like, have a photo ID ready, no weapons inside. We walked in the front gate, and there was a 14-year-old girl who looked exactly like William Eyelash. It could have been. Checking our tickets. That was it. She scanned our tickets, said something to us in not English. Not English, for and sure. And not a, like, regular language. It was, like, easily elven, maybe dwarvish. She was kind of small, so it could have just been... No clue what she said. Um, I just like smiled and Ryan walked up to me after and was like, what did she just say? And I, was I was like, like uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know what she said. And then there were like two security guards who were probably also in like high school. Yeah. Um, and didn't check our bags. Didn't at least. check our bag. Didn't check our ID. Um, Oops. 
I mean, I was fine with it. It wasn't like we were trying to sneak anything in, although John wouldn't let me bring my scissors. Yeah, Ryan put scissors in my bag, which <laughs> thankfully I found before we got to the gate. Oh, God. We had one. So, okay, PSA for anybody buying Renaissance Festival outfits, check to see if the pants have pockets before you buy them. Oh, yeah. Um, back to why I had the bag. Um, that's it. <laughs> uh, we bought these pants, and we put them on, we're like, oh. There are no pockets. I felt like Ryan's like girlfriend the whole day because he's like, can I have my phone? Can I have my wallet? And I'm just digging through my purse. Yeah, he had this purse. All of our stuff was just in this one bag and I had to keep, well, we both had to keep deep diving into it to to get anything out. Deep, deep, deep dive in my man bag. Um, um, anyways, we started the day off right with a drink and um, a medieval one at that. Well, was. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John had an Oktoberfest, which fine. Okay, it's good beer. But I had traditional style mead, which, oh, was amazing. The girl, uh, Ryan ordered, and the girl who <laughs> served us asked us a very simple question of, um, would you like a single or double? And he was like, what does a double entail? Which, to be fair, there was no signage that said, like, what a single what? Like, it wasn't yeah. like $6 for six ounces. It was just said $6 mead. for yeah. mead. And I was like, okay. And then she asked me if I wanted a double. And I was like... I don't know what, like, yeah, what are we, is the price doubling? Is the, is there a deal? So like, she holds up this, like, kind of Dixie glass esque plastic cup. She's like, so a single six ounces and a double is, and she holds up like a clear red solo cup. One might call it a clear solo cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she holds that up. She's like, a double is $12 for more than double the alcohol. And I was like, okay, so does that mean I'm getting 12 and a half ounces or am I getting like 15 ounces? We never figured that out. We didn't. But I did exclusively drink doubles the entire day. That'd be true. Um, Speaking of that particular vendor, uh, we didn't know, but everything required cash (laughs) at this place. Um, Didn't think about it until we went to go buy our first thing. So PSA number two, when you go to a Renaissance festival, bring cash. Bring extra shillings. Because we got lucky that John had like some cash in his wallet. Not a lot, but some. Uh-oh. But we, um, what we were not prepared for was everything to be cash, except mm-hmm. for, like, a few food vendors. Yeah. Um, and also, there's only, like, four ATMs in this entire town. Oh, my God. And the lines were deep. Yeah, you had to wait, like, at least 20 to 25 minutes to get to the ATM. And I think we found the shortest one at that 25-minute <laughs> mark. And the only... <laughs> so it was the shortest line, but the girl in front of us, I don't know if she just, like never read anything before <laughs> or had like never been to an ATM. It was a very standard process. You put your card in and it says, do you want to withdraw cash from your checking or banking Save your savings? Bank. And, um, and <laughs> neither have you. <laughs> and then you tell it, yes, which account, how much you want. And then it's like, okay, do you want a receipt? Nope. Here's your cash. Um, you know, like any ATM, any ATM ever. And she spent like five minutes reading every word on the screen. I think she canceled the transaction like three or four times. I was like, girl. And then she like finally just gave up and like went and asked her friend who was at the other ATM for money. Um, but we finally made it. Ryan got some cash out and mm-hmm. we did not starve. No, we did not. Of alcohol or food. Or food. <laughs> Mostly the alcohol. The, the mead was just very refreshing. I mean, for those of you that don't know, mead is is water, honey, and yeast, and it's fermented, and the yeast eats the sugar out of the honey and creates your alcohol. Um, but it was like, refri- it was chilled. It wasn't like, you know, a regular wine or anything like that. Chilly. It was chilled, so it was cold, and it was a little carbonated, and ooh, it was good. Yeah. 
little sweet. Well, so it's raw honey, so it's not like that fake sugar. Um, so it was sweet, but it wasn't like I don't know additive sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Natural. It was very good. Uh, I did like it. It was a little too sweet for me based on the temperature outside, but it and was very good tasting. John kept reminding me that he had a drive, which, to be fair, was going to be seven hours from when we got there, but it's fine. Um, so, uh, at one point, after making a couple of loops, John and I had seen quite a lot of people, and like we talked about, in varying degrees of garb. Um, and at one point, we decided to just sit down. Yeah. Take some, take, take a in. load off, take a, take it all in, and we saw quite a spectacle of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the two best dressed people who were not working at the event walked past us while we were sitting there. These two girls are probably around our age, dressed like I don't know woodland goddesses. Something I don't know. They had horns coming out of all parts of their head, and like one was green with these like I don't know mossy, just dirt, mossy yeah. vines. The other one was red and just very, like, clean and, like, fierce, if yeah, you will. Yeah, but they both, like, it was, the horns looked like they were actually coming out. Like, you couldn't yeah. see any, like, strings or anything attached to them. It was very well done. They clearly had spent a lot of money on these outfits. And they, I mean, they looked really, really good. Oh, yeah. And this group of, like, really creepy European dudes was sitting nearby. And they came up and they were like, everybody who walked past them who was wearing an outfit, they are like, can we get the picture with you? And um, we we watched them, like, approach these girls, and they, like, it was four guys, and they decided to individually take pictures with these two girls. And none of the guys, well, one of the guys was dressed up. The only one, actually, who didn't take a picture with them was dressed up. That sounds about right. Um, the other three dudes were all taking pictures with them, and they were just so, like, so creepy to the point that I almost got up and was like, Hey, oh my God, we've been looking for you guys forever. We're so glad we finally, just to get them away from these dudes. And then another guy came up and was like, can I take a picture of you after they walked away from that group? But he didn't want a picture with them. He wanted a picture of Mm -hmm. them. And he had actually already been taking pictures. He sat next to me on the bench and was already taking pictures from a a distance. And I was like, you should ask. It was really, really creepy. Um, I will say, but I think that was pretty much the creepiest people that were there. Other than us, obviously. Yeah. There was one guy who did a really good job. He, um, for those of you that have seen the TV show Loki, he dressed up as an agent, a TVA agent from the show, and was going around telling people who were not dressed in period clothes that they were in the wrong timeline and they needed to like leave immediately, otherwise they'd be erased. Um, what I did find very interesting were things that you might not think were... I mean, they're not actually Renaissance times or medieval times, but in other lore or TV like other shows areas or of the, yeah yeah so like there were star trek characters and that's i was true. like oh i guess they could have traveled yeah there or whatever that's true uh, the thing that i thought was interesting was that like when people say like renaissance festival they think europe specifically but there's like there were obviously clearly other countries that were established at that same time frame yeah and so there are people who are wearing like Chinese or Japanese or other like Asian outfits that were definitely period, but you don't think of that when you're at like a Renaissance festival. You think like knights and dragons and that stuff. Stinky old England. Stinky old England, indeed. If you will. Um, So eventually we found our way over to a performance of those ladies that Ryan wants to marry. Um, And we caught like the last two songs maybe of their set. They were gorgeous. Yeah. Just, and, and talented too. Mm-hmm. They were very, very talented. talented um, but they were just striking. They were wearing like 
well, they were called Valkyric. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were wearing these, like, striking headdresses and, like, tight clothes and skirts and lots of exposed skin. And I was like, John, we have to, we have to stop and listen. Ryan was all hot and bothered. <laughs> I was hot and bothered. And uh, so we listened to, like, the end of their set. And I was convinced that these girls kept making eye contact with me from the stage. And I'm still not convinced that they weren't. They were trying to sell records, Ryan. <laughs> So we ended up like coming back a couple of hours later for another set. And we actually sat down and watched a whole set. We had to be front row. Well, second, second row. row. Yeah. Um, didn't want to be too creepy. Um, like that one guy. So there was uh, one guy who we thought was like maybe a manager or brother or cousin or something. Just a hardcore fan. Big fan. Um, so, I mean, go you. Um, and so we watched their performance. And it was, again, very talented. Their whole thing was drums and vocal harmonies. And it was like kind of traditional Viking style songs and stuff like that. Really cool. I mean, yeah. they had some really amazing harmonies. They were both clearly very talented. And at the end, they were like, so this is our last set. We're going to like be up here if you want to come take pictures, if you want to talk to us, get get CDs signed or whatever. So John and I jumped in the line because I clearly want to get a picture with these two. Um, and when he says jumped in the line, he means it. We sprinted up to the line. And there was this young girl and her mother in front of us. And the girl was wearing like, fairy wings and I don't know they got up in front of us they were talking to the girls they got a picture with them and then it was my turn to go up and so I got up on stage and I was like hey like this is my first rent fair like you guys were awesome can I get a picture with you they're like yeah of course so we turned around for a picture and I was like you know I'm not a little girl with fairy wings but I still (laughs) wanted to get a picture and the (laughs) The girl that was, like, close to my height was like, you may not be a girl with fairy wings, but you're just as special to us. (laughs) I was behind the camera dying. I was cackling. That's why I look so crazy in that picture, because that girl had just told me I was special. And I was trying not to laugh, because I didn't know if she thought I was genuinely special, or if I was, like, in a special program at school or something. And, uh, oh, man. It was excellent, but by far not the best part. <laughs> no, no, no. But before we get to the best part, let's go oh, ahead and, and take a quick commercial break. Oh, jeez. Hey, welcome back. Can you hear that? Did it show up? It, I think it barely <laughs> showed up. Um, we are recording in a special situation. We haven't recorded together out of the same microphone in, I don't know, six months to a year. But because last night's episode got messed up, we're doing it this way today. So bear with us. Thanks, bear Anchor. With, bear with me. Yeah, thank you, Anchor, for being our anchor, if you will. Boo. <laughs> so I'll let John start this story off because... This is his favorite part of the day. It absolutely was. And it's like it moved in slow motion now that I'm thinking back. Um, okay, so I'll set the scene. Oh, wait. Oh. we got to talk about our outfits first. The matching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the yeah, outfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll tell it. Yeah. So uh, Ryan and I, our cups ran a dry. Um, Many a time. Yeah. And so at one point we just found a short line. Um which was the key. Find a short line. Don't let mm-hmm. anybody tell you that the entertainment at the end is worth it. We'll get there. The prices are also not necessarily the same. Yeah. Well, we'll do that now. Uh, so we hopped on a line that was long because all of them were at that point in the day. 
And uh, we were like, Jesus, this is a long-ass line. And we were stuck behind these people who clearly did not realize it was a medieval renaissance festival and not a steampunk festival. It was like a mix of Bob the Builder and like and Fallout. Then, like, yeah. Or, like Mad Max. It was weird. It's weird. And they were, yeah. Weird as well. Um, <laughs> but they assured us that yeah. the line was worth being long because Jimmy was the best bartender at this event. And John and I were like... Okay. How long do you have to be coming to this to have a favorite bartender in this entire town? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're waiting and waiting in this line. Um, we finally get near the front, and Jimmy or whatever, Terry, I don't know. Taylor. Who knows? Joe, I don't know. Um, starts singing happy birthday to somebody. And in front like, of us. Great. Love that. Um, and then the people in the group in front of us who assured us that we had to stay had a nice little chat with him while we waited and waited and waited. Parched, if you will. He also couldn't figure out if he was Irish or American. Neither could we. Um, <laughs> so we finally go up there and get our drinks, and he charged us two more dollars than any other place. Yeah, so everywhere else we had been charged us 19 bucks, which I guarantee you is because they wanted us to pay with a 20, and then they'd expect us to be like, keep the change. Thank God John didn't keep the change once or twice because this guy charged us 21 bucks. And we mm-hmm. were like, what the fuck? And the prices were not different, but what were we going to do? Argue with the guy who had our drinks? Especially after we waited in that long-ass line. So we paid him the money and left. But yeah, moral of the story, find a short line. And if you have to wait a few to find that short line, it's probably worth it. Yeah, go take a walk. Take a hike. Anyways, our outfits. All right, so we uh, later in the day ended up going to get another drink in a much shorter line. Um, And (laughs) Ryan, like... I'm just standing in line, and Ryan, like, hits this guy next to us. <laughs> I tapped him on the shoulder. And he's like, hey, man, nice shirt. <laughs> and he's wearing the exact same one as both Ryan and I. Um, so we have a good chuckle. Yeah. And uh, I guess his girlfriend had done that. Yeah, so I tapped before. him on the shoulder because his girlfriend tapped him as we were walking up and was, like, pointing to us. And I saw that. So I, like, you know, I was feeling very friendly. Yeah. I'd had three meads at that point. Yeah, meads, meads, like, about 20%. So I was like, hey, man, nice shirt. Uh, no sooner do I say that. Then another guy walks up behind us wearing the exact same shirt. Literally immediately after that. And we looked at him and we we're like, oh my God. And then he came and sat with us when we were watching oh, yeah. Valkyric. Um, clearly that Amazon purchase was a very popular one. It was, it was. It was a great price. Because we had also seen like three or four other people throughout the day wearing that shirt. Oh yeah, in various forms and fashions. But listen, style, no style. Fashion. No fashion? fashion. Oh, okay. Um so, anyways, after watching Valkyric, we headed back over to the uh, jousting arena. Jousting arena. At that point, I was like, "Okay, Ryan, you want to save the seat? I'm gonna run to the bathroom." So I just went pee pee. So I we had gotten there right at the end of an event, and the, the jousting arena, like they do something at the beginning where they introduce the knights and kind of like the story for the event, and then throughout the day they have other like sword fighting instruction and ring catching on the lances and that sort of stuff. So we'd gotten there right at the end of one of those. So people were leaving. So I sat down at the top of the arena and John went to the bathroom. And while he was gone, uh, two girls um, came up to like save some seats. And there was about a third of the bench that I was sitting on left and then half the bench in front of me. So they're like, hey, like, we have like five more people coming. Do you think this is enough room? And I was like, if they're the same size as you guys, probably not. Um, I didn't say that to them, but I 
was like, well, if you guys need more room, my friend and I will stand and you guys can have these seats. So I was, you know, I was being friendly. I was talking to the two of them about just like the fair itself and our outfits and stuff. And then right before John came back, there was a girl on my bench wearing like a, a friar's robe. And then there was a girl in front of me wearing like a blue Fiona from Shrek dress. Blue dress got up right before John came back. And then John sits down in between me and the friar. And I think that's really what you wanted me to do. Yeah, um, yeah. She was a little weird. They, Yeah, so the two of them are talking about costumes or whatever. Um, and then they kind of stop talking because I squeeze right in between them. Um, and at some point, uh, right before the, the jousting starts, um, I guess Blue Dress came back to her friend and was like, Hey, uh, we're sitting over there. We found some seats. Do you want to come sit with us? And the girl who was sitting next to me that was previously talking to Ryan was like, no, no, I'm fine here. I like this spot. Um, and she's like, come on, please. So eventually she convinces this girl to go sit with them. <laughs> so they get up. I'm trying really hard not to laugh right now because I know where this story is going. They get up and then leave our purview. They're just gone out of our out of our range of Vision. sight or whatever. Yeah. And we started talking too. Yeah, we're just chatting away. And Please. while we're talking, we hear this voice just out of nowhere go, Hey, do you mind if I ask you a weird question? And I ignored the sentence. I didn't turn. I didn't look up. I was like, not me. And I just assumed it was going to be about us. And I thought it was going to be like, your outfits match or something like that. So I was like, yeah, go for it. And I turned over my left shoulder and catch just a wall of blue dress in my vision and this girl goes, are you single? And I was like, uh. And in that moment, I panicked four meads in and just answered honestly. And I went, yep. I was paralyzed at this point. At any point, John could have jumped in. And I, I could not. My jaw was on the ground. Um, My answer should have been, no, I'm with this guy. But that didn't, in my moment of panic, I just answered honestly. And... Let's be real here. That's the first time a girl has ever asked me for my phone number. Well, she hasn't done it yet. Um, <laughs> well, she story. So she. Good point. <laughs> so she. I says. I says. I says. I says. I says. I said. Yep. To being single, and she goes, "Can I get your phone number?" And John just kind of shoots me this look, and I was like, "Okay." Meanwhile, the phone is already thrusting yeah, it's towards in his my face. face. So I grab the phone and. I put, I panicked and just put a random phone number in. I've never seen somebody type a number so fast. <laughs> like literally, I thought you put just jumbles in. Not I even, not even my area code. Like I, a totally different number. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw you hold it for one second flat, and then it was just back to her. I was like, "What did you type?" So I hand her the phone back, and would you like to say my line? Oh my or? god. They were like, oh, thank you. Um, see you later. And he goes, happy to help. <laughs> and she's like, happy to help? <laughs> I... And she walked away. And then John and I just died laughing. Because exactly. I didn't even, I was so caught off guard. I didn't even realize what I'd said. And he turns to me and goes, happy to help? And I was like, I don't know. I was... It was like you were letting her use your phone for uh, like directions. I fully, <laughs> and then I started to panic because I was like, wait a second. Did I give her, because that number feel, felt very familiar to me. I was like, did I just give her an ex-girlfriend's phone number? And so I had to like dig through John's bag to find my phone again, just to make sure that I hadn't accidentally given her somebody else's phone number. 
so we're Ooh. on high alert for this entire rest of the thing because it hadn't even started yet. And then somebody starts screaming, Ryan! And I... <laughs> froze. I literally just clenched up. Because first of all, I was like, how the fuck does she know my name? I never introduced myself. That's true. And, and so then this, I just keep hearing, Ryan! 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 And I was like, John, who is it? And he was like, I genuinely don't know. And I turned around, it was it was an old friend of mine from high school who was with my cousin and his wife. Um, and so I got up and talked to them. I was like, hey, so this just happened. Can you guys just, like, stand right behind John and I just to, like, hide me from view? Because we don't know if this girl's going to come looking for me. Oh, she didn't, fortunately. Well, after the jousting, uh, which we'll get to, she we ran. Oh, so. we booked it. Yeah. So anyway, so... Shortly thereafter, she mm-hmm. got up, went, moved to her place. Some people filled in around us. I think there was like a, a mom and her daughter and their like family behind us or next to us and behind us. And then to John's left was like a couple, a guy and a girl. Um, and the jousting begunneth. <laughs> so we did not know what to expect. But this like princess rides out on a horse. She explains that there's going to be four knights that are fighting for her affection and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they basically split the crowd up so that you cheered for a certain night it was so dumb in that like we had no like no stake in the claim just that we were sitting in certain sections but let me tell you that crowd we would have fought to the death for our night especially our section especially our section yeah so there was like four nights there was i don't remember everybody's name there was balthazar some guy from portugal Portugal, some other guy and then our guy was keegan or tegan we're still not sure on that one um but let me tell you, our section was just, we had this like, Keegan, Keegan. Like, that was the whole, and that knight was like blushing. He was not expecting that. Also, the uh, the king whose daughter was being fought over, um, he gave us two ground rules at the beginning. He said, you can cheer on your knight, but don't boo. And everyone immediately booed as that. As soon as the other knights were introduced, you just booed anybody that wasn't your knight. <laughs> rough. And the other one was like, I don't know, don't smoke. I, yeah, I don't, know, I don't remember. They were kind of funny. They had some pretty good, like, yeah. jokes and stuff. Oh, so did Valkyric. They were pretty good at the one-liners, oh, too. Yeah, they're cheesy as hell, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Again, <clears throat> my wives. My wives. My wives. <laughs> so, the joust starts, and it starts with, like, a, a ring toss competition yeah. where, like, the knights ride back and forth, and they have to catch rings that are being thrown at them on their lances. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guy was pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord Balthazar was not quite as good. Would you like to describe? I would love to. Um, Lord Balthazar was... Uh, they described him as being clad in the colors of fire and shadow, um, but Ryan thought well, it looked... Well, not entirely wrong. <laughs> they weren't right either. Ryan thought it looked more like a pumpkin. Or <laughs> he was something... wearing orange and black. Something folly. Um <laughs> So he comes riding down the, the field towards us. He was very he, cocky. And he missed all of the rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of booing. And I scream out over the crowd, Boo, you pumpkin-ass bitch! I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> and the people all around us ate it up. At first, they didn't know what to think. They were shocked. And then they were like, okay. And I was on a roll. He's like, it's not even October yet, pumpkin ass bitch. <laughs> it was amazing. And then at one point, the woman next to me made a fatal mistake. Mm. And she cheered for the wrong night. And I turned to her like she had just slapped me in the face. And I went, who did you just cheer for? <laughs> 
her face was red and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, our daddy's Keegan, you cheer for Keegan. And her husband or son or whoever just piled on and he was like, what the hell are you doing? Not even cheer for the... (laughs) Everybody there genuinely, like we were the peasants in a Kings tournament for sure. We were trash. We, we were, were trash. trash, which is um, so fortunately for things like this, you dress as something that you're not. <laughs> we are experienced in the trash realm. So we just exactly like yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then eventually at the end, like pretty much everybody died, including the princess. Yeah, she like ran out on the field at one point because clearly she had a favorite and it was our knight. Yeah, thank God. And she like ran out to help him fight. And she's in this like one on one duel with this other knight. I think it was Balthazar, actually. And she ends up killing him at the same time as he kills her. And nobody, including the king, said sh- anything. No one was shocked. Nobody no one was, was like, <laughs> gasped. I stood up and I was like, what the heck? That was the princess. What? There nobody were, said anything? And then there were two more knights still fighting yeah. after she was yeah. dead. I was like, that was the that and, was the prize. And the girl sitting next to John turns when I screamed about nobody noticing the princess dying. She's like, thank you. That's what I was saying. Literally as shook as you were, but what, nobody else could What be can bothered. I say? I'm the people's champion. Oh, wow. It was quite something. But then, yeah, as soon as that was over, we had to book it out mm-hmm. of there because we did not know if Princess Blue Dress was coming back or not. That's true. So thank God she did not. Um, Ryan, you missed out on a lovely opportunity. To say make... an opportunity. I don't know about lovely. She might have been lovely. You don't know. She had a great personality, I'm sure. You said she was weird. No, the other one was weird. Oh, okay. Well, she was nice, just not my type. Um, <laughs> anyways, it was probably one of the best days I've had in a while. It was definitely a great way to kick off the fall. Um, we enjoyed it so much that we've already decided we're going back for their last weekend this year. Oh yeah, uh, so Tina, we're be, coming up to see you that weekend. We are. We're gonna come up. We're gonna go to Liquid Alchemy and get some mead. We're gonna. I'm just telling her now, so I don't have to text yeah, her later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. Go to Dover and drink some shit. And then we're going to pull apples from God and just stuff them down like a pig uh, on a roasting spit. Um, and then we're going to... And then on our way home, we're going to go to this uh, Renaissance Fair. You're welcome to join if you want. Oh, yeah. It's halfway. It's in Annapolis. So for like. anybody who is listening to this now or in the future, we will be at the Maryland Renaissance Festival on October 24th, pretty much all day. So if you want to join... Meet us there, text us ahead of time, tag us on social media, whatever you want to do, but we'll be there. If there's more than 10 people, we can get a group rate. Unfortunately, my potential wives won't be there that day. They're in Ohio, I believe. It's really, I'm hurting. I'm tempted to go out to Ohio, but we'll see. Um, And speaking of tagging us on uh, the interwebs, Uh um, John and I are introducing a brand new segment to the show starting next week. Would you like to tell them what it's called? I would love to, but it's not brand new. We had it earlier. We it's talked about back. it earlier. I don't know if we ever did it. I, you, you were it did I? a couple was of times. Was I it? Oh, yeah. was I? I don't remember that. So this uh, new, brand new, not new brand segment. Brand new old segment. Is called Stinky Bitch of the Week. Mm-hmm. And John's just stopped telling me to insert audio and he just does it now. Yeah, it's easier because I know he won't. Um, unless it's you burping. Mm-hmm. Um. So what the Stinky Bitch of the Week is, is we know that people are shitty. Mm-hmm. And people are probably shitty to you. So what we would love for you to do is during the week when you have somebody be shitty to you, or a stinky bitch, if you will, um, send us 
uh, a message on social media or better yet post about it and use hashtag stinky bitch and then tag us in it and we will figure out which is the best stinky bitch story and then we will share it on our show each week and then you get to hear us talk about uh, shit about a person we probably don't know and what's better than that you get to talk shit about them you get two other people to talk shit about them That's, we can even have you call in if you want if you want we'll yeah see. but we like this is going to be our big segment this is our new segment we really need you guys to help us start this off because i think it's going to be really fun oh yeah and uh we'd love to hear about stinky bitches all around the world yeah, yeah. around the world i mean i'd even be happy with starting around the tri-state area but which three states would you like any of them any, any of the three states we got. <laughs> um, but, yeah, write in. Tell us your stories. Um, if you guys hit up the Renaissance Fair before we go back, post some pictures and tag us in it. We'd love to share that out. Oh, yeah, especially if you meet Valkyric. Uh, oh, slip them Ryan's number. Please send them my number. They're uh, First of all, yes, they're attractive women. But beyond that, they are just so talented and nice. And they were corny. They were and I loved corny. that. At one point, they were like, okay, everybody, we're getting a little tired from the show, so we're going to, like, make a, a change. Um, and they, like... We're going to make a scene change. They took a deep breath and, like, relaxed. And then they stepped to each other's drum set. And, like, we're like, okay, there <laughs> we go. And then they did, like, the standard, like, ta-da, like, hand gesture. <laughs> and they were hands. like, look at that. That was the most choreographed move of the whole... I fell in love immediately hilarious um so valkyrie if you're listening you can find me everywhere um we also don't know your individual names so and i looked for that probably val and kirik kirik i think so um anyways before we embarrass ourselves even more today um we gotta go huzzah bitches (laughs) huzzah bitches and you'll hear your entertainment ninjas next week for season three episode 15 of quarantine for your thoughts